Hi y'all, welcome to Four Ordinations. So just, I want to throw out a few disclaimers right off the bat. Uh, I have not read this book before. I am reading it for the first time with you all. So um, I, I don't know all of the content in here. I, I can't endorse it right off the bat, but uh, very intriguing chapters and uh, table of contents there. Um, this book is published under the name of Robert J. Charlton, although it does, uh, as we'll get into in a second, have many different authors. Um, so the, the, the full title is Four Ordinations and Fulfilling Our End Time Missions for Jesus Christ. I'm not going to go back and um, re-edit this and make it sound real nice. I'm just doing a quick and dirty read of this book so that uh, those of us who have purchased it and don't necessarily have time to read the chapters, um, may, uh, as if we were on a phone call and I was just reading it to you um, uh, in person. So this is not in any way meant to endorse um, piracy in any way. Um, so... Uh, I encourage you to, to go out and buy the book if you are listening to this. Uh, give the the author uh, full credit there. Um, but uh, let, let's dive in. The copyright on this book is 2021, and it is independently published. So um, the uh, author's note here, it says, Please submit your comments and questions to the following email address. Father's work one zero at gmail.com that is f-a-t-h-e-r-s-w-o-r-k one zero at gmail.com we encourage readers to send us copies of their dreams visions and near-death experiences it is our hope and our intent to bring forth a second edition of this book someday in keeping with this goal we invite readers everywhere to contribute their own suggestions scriptures sacred images quotes articles and various ideas that may pertain to the 40 chapters and the additional inspirations that are currently presented in this book we bless you and thank you in advance for any and all contributions that are prayerfully considered as future enhancements to the existing material so this book is um is massive uh, 514 pages on the table of contents anyway and uh, like it said 40 different chapters and they uh, intend to uh, revise and it's it's going to be kind of a living work uh, last I checked this book was not available for purchase anymore they've ran out of the the first edition copies so I expect that they will be coming out with a second version soon, but I have no idea on that. Um, you could definitely email that fatherswork10 at gmail.com and uh, ask directly. Um, so here is the... Sorry, I thought I had it. Um, the letter from the editors. Dearly beloved readers, this work is a compilation of many, many books written on a wide variety of subjects that we feel are directly pertinent, even vital, to the end-time scenarios that we find ourselves in today, as we prepare for the second coming of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Moreover, this book, this book is an amalgamation of the contributions of more than 70 different authors, editors, and artists. We challenge each reader to be mindful of discernment as a spiritual gift which is to be applied on an ongoing basis on this journey and discovery and reading. Perhaps the admonition found in the ninth section of the Doctrine and Covenants is wonderfully appropriate. Study, ponder, then pray, and ask Father if these things are true, and he will manifest it by a stupor as a no, 
or as a burning within, a yes. To ASK is to ask, seek, and then knock. Confidently, no, confiding always in the reality of receiving answers to our prayers and exercising the keys to receiving personal revelation. The final step is to have the courage and conviction to go forth, to take action, and to implement the new concepts as we learn them. After all, what could possibly be more important than discovering the will of God than doing it with full purpose of heart? We do not claim to speak for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or its presiding brethren, nor do our sentiments as we have presently as we have presented them necessarily represent the individual belief of the many artists that have so generously and lovingly contributed to this work. Our objective in bringing this book forth into the world is to present new and wondrous and deeper concepts for discerning spiritual eyes and inquiring minds. Our intent is to facilitate the great Latter-day Awakening. Our greatest desire is to acknowledge, thank, and glorify God in all things. We certainly welcome any personal stories, visions, recommendations, or insights that you would like to share with us. If you feel so inclined, please contest contact us at fatherswork10 at gmail.com and may God, God bless us richly each and every one. Preamble. Now, today, is the day of the great awakening. Dreams and visions are now multiplying exponentially. Joel 2 verses 28, 30, and 32. And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions. And I will show wonders in the heavens and in the earth, blood and fire and pillars of smoke. And it shall come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be delivered. Let us now reach out and strengthen those who feel they have special Latter-day missions to fulfill for. At long last, the day has come to share these things openly. Theme Scriptures Doctrine and Covenants 88, verses 77 through 78 and 80. And I give unto you a commandment that ye shall teach one another the doctrine of the kingdom. Teach ye diligently, and my grace shall attend you, that you may be instructed more perfectly in theory, in principle, in doctrine, and in the law of the gospel, and in all things pertaining unto the kingdom of God that are expedient for you to understand. That ye may be prepared in all things, when I shall send you again to magnify the calling whereunto I have called you, and the mission with which I have commissioned you. Doctrine and Covenants 136.31 My people must be tried in all things, that they may be prepared to receive the glory that I have for them, even the glory of Zion. And he that will not bear chastisement is not worthy of my kingdom. Dedication As from the very commencement and origination of all things, we praise and glorify our heavenly parents. In humility, we acknowledge Jesus Christ, who is the firstborn, the Holy One of Israel, and He who reigns supreme, possessing all of the attributes which have been brought forth by all of the prophets in Holy Writ, canon, both ancient and modern. Secondly, we unitedly express deep honor and great love to those who are the latter-day children of light, as these are they who to whom this volume is written. Now, today, this is the time of the great awakening. Awake and arise. Put on the full armor of Christ, Ephesians 6, and come to a more complete understanding of your foreordinations so that you can honorably and valiantly fulfill your end-time missions for Jesus Christ. We dedicate these workings to the readers, the awakening ones, as many of you, if not most of you, certainly pertain to the Church of the Firstborn. Introduction This book... For ordinations and fulfilling our end-time missions for Jesus Christ is intended to be 
used as a how-to manual for our personal ascension process. This book is meant, even from its very inception, to miraculously fall into the hands of those children of light who are just now awakening to an awareness of their true identities and the marvels of their latter-day missions. Prior to our descent down into this celestial earth life, we each had a personal priesthood interview with Heavenly Father. In this pre-mortal PPI, each of us worked closely with Father to put together a mutually agreeable plan for our mortal sojourn that would enhance our experientiality to maximize our growth and personal advancement. This marvelous plan was then inscribed into our personal book of life as we received the assurance that there was no need to fear and that every needful thing would be provided for us in mortality to facilitate the very best results or the finest final outcome based on our unique individual circumstances. Although personal choice and sacred agency are always at play, each of the children of light who are to fulfill a role in the latter-day establishment of Zion and the welcoming of the bridegroom when he comes a second time are to be presented with every opportunity to make righteous choices, to live each day by the guidance of the Holy Ghost and to remain valiant disciples of Christ and warriors for the cause of Christ Jesus. This book provides a list of guideposts and mile markers that relate directly to our progressive awakening, preparations, and personal ascension here and now in the end times. Both the having and receiving of the calling and election, which is made sure, to be baptized by fire and the Holy Ghost multiple times, to receive the ordinance of the second anointing, to enjoy having a series of personal second comforter experiences as well as third comforter experiences, and to be the recipient of all three of the ordinances slash ordinations that pertain to translation. May God richly bless each of us to this end. All my love, Robert J. Charlton. In 2017, on the morning of Good Friday, I awoke early from something that was much more than just a nighttime dream. It was a vision. What had opened before me was a very pleasant and welcome sequential unfolding of a formal gathering of the Lord's gatherers. I immediately recognized it as one of the many training sessions which were happening at the same time all over the world for those who had been foreordained to serve or function in the special role during this sacred end-time events. I could see that in many cases the training was accomplished on an individual basis by designated angels, not just in group settings like the one that I was watching as if it were a mini panoramic movie. These training sessions were being conducted mostly by a wide variety of angels. The word angels has quite a broad definition as it refers not only to the post-mortal, just men made perfect, resurrected beings, and translated beings, but it also had reference to teachings that come directly from the Lord on a very personal basis. Footnote number one for just men made perfect. Just men made perfect are post-mortal, disembodied spirits that have been blessed with justification regarding their second estate, sins. This justification occurs in conjunction with the necessary sanctification. These men and women are the righteous souls who inhabit the spirit paradise. These are they who are working out a better-slash-best resurrection. The various functions, names, and roles of the Lord Jesus Christ create quite a protracted list, but in some cases he is the very messenger that is delivering the message to us. In these instances, he is the angel of which the prophets and the Holy Scriptures boldly speak. The purpose for the training sessions was to help prepare those who had been called in the pre-existence to progress from one level of spiritual progression to the next higher level until they were completely prepared to fulfill their various specified callings. 
The attendees were comprised mainly of those who were to remain in the flesh to undergo the twisting and churning of the tribulation's time period. This group I watched in vision was one of the forward battalions, or vanguard groups, consisting of preordained individuals who were to prepare places of refuge, then travel to and help build New Jerusalem. They were preordained to become translated beings so that they could work within any and every capacity, enabling them to go into the world to bring back to Zion those righteous remnants of people whose hearts had not been hardened against the Holy One of Israel. Just as there is an extensive list of varying spiritual gifts, likewise there is an even greater and more endless variety of foreordinations which took place in the pre-mortal spirit realm of our first estate. In the same way that our performance and level of learning and progression here in this second estate is a springboard that provides for us that much more of an advantage in the third estate, priesthood foreordinations are not some figurative concept. They were and continue to be a literal exercising of priesthood keys performed via the laying on of hands, hence the word ordination. It all felt so natural to me in this formal gathering. I was not only very comfortable and at home among them, I was shocked to discover that I had been designated as one of the trainers, and I was listed on the program as one of the instructors. My standard dreams are vague. They come and go, and 95% of them I cannot even manage to remember. This was not a dream. I refer to this as a vision because it was gloriously vivid and detailed, and because it was imprinted in my mind so profoundly that there were no challenges regarding this level of recollection and retention. It was so clear that I did not afterwards need to go and pray for a more clear or detailed interpretation. I am now becoming more and more accustomed to viewing myself from the outside looking in, the primary actor on a well-defined stage that is created specifically for teaching me whatever message is being conveyed to me in the wisdom of those in the courts above. I have been given permission to share this vision as directed by the Spirit. These visions and inspirations have led me to make a study of the last days and what it will take to be among the end-time servants. The following writing is a result of that study. In ways that I can't yet see with clarity, these imperfect writings are intended to reach other point men of the first wave, to spark a few pertinent concepts that will begin to germinate within them like tiny seeds to be nourished. These are little knowing seeds that they have brought with them from the first estate. The spark is the beginning of the re-remembering process, as I like to call it, which requires frequent nourishment from the good word of God, as pure doctrines are like the water, sun, and soil combination. This combination of concepts and scriptures, which is intended to bring these ideas to life, is written for all those who are discovering that they individually have pre-mortal foreordinations to accomplish specific last-day missions leading up to the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Some already have vibrant personal testimonies of the tasks that they are to perform, that they have been reinforced by their dreams and visions. Others are just now awakening to the powerful spiritual warrior within them. They are becoming aware of the fact that they signed up long a long time ago, to undergo a dramatic experience of intense times and events which will forge them into hardened, shining, refined steel as they place themselves in the hands of the Lord. The Twelve Aspects or Elements of Truth from the Father We have been charged with the sacred stewardship of blessing the earth daily and infusing marvelous truths from the Father into the world on a daily basis, but why? It is because we are now awakening to a greater awareness of our premortal foreordinations. The contracts that we entered into prior to our birth pave a way to enable us to personally facilitate the transform 
transitioning of all things from the telestial world up to the terrestrial realm in preparation for his coming in great glory. We accept, no, we accept our own individual roles and missions in raising the frequencies of the world. We proclaim these truths in all confidence while blessing the world this day with the spirit of the eternal truth of our God. At the end of each giving blessing, we say, to glory God, the Eternal Father. For this glorious transitioning of all that surrounds us, our motto is, Righteousness and truth will I cause to sweep the earth as with a flood. One of our theme scriptures, which is a mere selection of one out of many verses of Holy Writ that apply beautifully, is Moses 7, verses 61 through 62, which is found on page 25 of the Pearl of Great Price. And the day shall come that the earth shall rest, but before that day the heaven shall be darkened, and a veil of darkness shall cover the earth, and the heaven shall shake, and also the earth, and great tribulation shall be among the children of men. But my people will I preserve, and righteousness will I send down out of heaven, and truth will send forth out of the earth, to bear testimony of mine only begotten. His resurrection from the dead, yea, and also the resurrection of all men, and righteousness and truth will I cause to sweep the earth as with a flood. To gather out mine elect from the four quarters of the earth unto a place which I shall prepare, an holy city, that my people may gird up their loins, and be long forth for the time of my coming, for there shall be my tabernacle, and it shall be called Zion, a new Jerusalem. Here is a chart on page 21 of the, the introduction, which is called the Twelve Aspects or Elements of Truth from the Father. 1. Multiply and Replenish. Part of the reciprocal law and eternal round which is found in all life and moves life forward toward progression and increase. Number two, agency and choice. The sovereign innate will of every person brings freedom and is foundational to be creators that we are inherently. Three, opposites in all things. There are always opposites. Opposites can exist in oppositional forces, working against each other, or they can be complementary, working together in a balanced state in which they harmonize with each other. 4. Individuality and uniqueness. Each person is unique as a result of one's will, agency, and choice. This uniqueness is the opposite of unity or oneness, which when combined with harmonizing creates balance and plays a vital role in our eternal progression. Number 5. Give and Receive. The reciprocal law, which creates eternal round and endlessness. Number six, unity and wholeness. The ultimate of all comes together to interface and work together in harmony and wholeness in a unified manner to sustain and increase life. Number seven, truth and love. These two great elements of truth are inseparable forces that create life itself. When combined together in their wholeness, truth and love give birth to wisdom. Number eight, creation and variety. The ways to create, those set upon eternal laws, can be arranged and rearranged, presenting infinite ways to create. There is always variety, which testifies of our godly nature, to always create perpetually. Number nine, timeliness, order, and organization. All creation has organizational patterns, order, sequencing, interface, interaction, and specific certain amount of time to manifest. Number ten, law of the harvest. As you sow, so shall you reap. That which is put forth comes back in like kind in nature. Number 11. Hierarchy of greater and lesser. As there is progression, there will always be that which is more advanced and therefore greater. 
Number 12, goodness of everything. God created all things, and therefore he has potential for accomplishing greater goodness. Moreover, God will use all to create the highest goodness and the ultimate glory of all things. Then a, a footnote, as we study the aspects or elements of truth, like facets of the same diamond, they sparkle with truth and resonate in our souls. And that quote is from Robert J. Charlton, 2018.